you know, a lot of the time people use this expression. They say, oh, I, I don't really know what to say. Or they say something like, um, I don't know what else to say. Um, you know, like, I mean, as an expression, like, that, like it's not like they actually don't know what to say. Uh, look, I'm going to tell you this. The past few days, like, I actually don't know what to say. I mean, like, I would like to talk about it and address it. But there are actually no words to, like, uh, like this is not an exaggeration or hyperbole or anything like that. Like, I actually don't know what to say. I, I don't know how to describe some of these events that have been taking place in some of these tennis matches. Re really? Like, I actually don't know what to say. Like, I actually have no words. But, you know me, you know I'm going to try. You know I'm going to talk about it, right? So let's go, let's talk about it. But look, uh, we, we've been away for, for two days here. Um, uh, just just to sort of make it clear where we're at at the moment, um, the last day that we covered and we discussed was the first day of the tournament. That's it, round one, day one. So round one, day two, uh, we did not get into our, our, our sort of recap. And, and now, at the moment, uh, the entirety of round two was played, uh, both day one and day two, uh, on the Wednesday and the Thursday. Um, so we'll look at those matches really fast. Um, we'll look at who's left. It, it's quarterfinals now in both tournaments. Um, and then, and then, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it. We'll you know we'll look at the draw. We'll see what's good. See if uh, any of the picks uh, are outright winners are still alive. And then we'll look at uh, tomorrow's slate uh, quarterfinals day. Okay, sounds good. Uh, pretty simple, straightforward. Um, so let's get into it. So on Tuesday, the second day of the tournament, round one, day two. Uh, if you recall our bets on that day, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll talk you through it, but it was a really interesting day. It started off really well. Our first couple bets were Kalinskaya, uh, money line to beat Bringle. Uh, Kalinskaya, one six three six love uh, too easy. Okay. Uh, Tomjanovic money line uh, against Sloan Stevens. Uh, Tomjanovic, by the way, was 0-5 uh, against Sloan Stevens. They played five times. Sloan Stevens won all five of those matches. Uh, Tomjanovic won 6-1-6-4. She won 6-1-6-4, okay? Um, Vika and straights uh, over Yastremska. Uh, Vika too good. 6-4-6 uh, six, six, love. Now here we go. Our three-unit play on that day was Shin Yu Wang. Shin Yu Wang, the right-handed young Chinese player. Uh, plus 125 or something against Martinsova. Uh, Shin Yu Wang won the first set, 6-love. You know, okay, okay, look. You know, you know how some people have New Year's resolutions? Uh, not not resolutions or like yeah I mean I, I guess they are New Year resolutions like you know at at midnight oh uh, you know when this when the clock fucking goes you know to you know twelve o'clock twelve a.m. Uh, and then it's it's technically tomorrow it's technically next year whatever and you know now it's next year and you do New Year's resolution whatever like this year I want to read like like 
one book a month like at the end of the year i want to finish like 12 books uh this year i want to you know lose some weight this year i want to do this and that and i want to accomplish this i want to visit the whatever it is whatever it is my new year's resolution is for once in my life and and this is not just a year like i don't want to accomplish this goal and just this year or any given year like before i die like one point in my life six love in the first set i i want to win a bet after six love huh six love in the air uh. look i say it all the time i say it all the time i say um you know when we're up a set it's the lead is never safe and and you know what like you know you're up a set and it's not safe you don't feel safe uh, you you know like there's still another set to be played you don't know what's gonna happen but if you're down a set you stand no chance how does that work i talk about this all the time like how does that possibly work if you're up a set the lead is never it's never safe a one set lead is never safe but if you are down a set you stand no chance how does that fucking work Shinyu Wang was up 6 love and lost the match 6-4-6-4. Uh the rest of the way it was close. Uh it was actually on serve uh both those sets set 2 and set 3 Martinsova served first uh and uh, held for 5-4 and both sets she broke for the set. Okay, so they're actually on serve 5-4 both times. She did it the easy way. She broke uh for the second set and then served first in the third set. And then at 5-4, Xin Yuwang serving, she, uh, you know, broke for the match. Uh, and and the crazy thing is, you could see it coming a mile away. Why? I mean, you, you, I don't know how, but you, you, like, you, you, like, if you're blind, you can smell it coming. If you're mute, and you can't, like, speak or smell, you, you can see it coming, for sure, 100%. And, like, no matter who you are, you can sense this. One way or another coming, and, and the crazy thing is, is that there's nothing you can do about it. It's actually, uh, uh, okay. Here's, an, here's another one. Camilla Georgie, down a set against Kudermetseva, it goes to three. Obviously, she stands no chance. I mean, how many of these do we see? Like, from a set up, they lose the next two and they lose the match. From a set down, I'm I I'm yet to see one comeback. The, the, even if it goes to three, I'm yet to see one comeback. Usually it's done in straights, but if it goes to three, somehow, still, always, despite, you know, there being a ton of evidence that if you're up a, up a set, you lose the second set, you'll probably lose the third, and, and it's just, it's a wrap. Georgie, up a set. Sorry, Georgie down a set, wins the second set. And this and the decider, she was down 2-5. Kudermetova had a match point on Georgie's serve. Georgie held for 5-3, for 3-5, I guess. And then broke Kudermetova as she was serving for the match. 4-5 and then held for 5-5. And then Kudermetova serving at 5-5. Georgie up, love 30. So incredible momentum from 2-5 down 
saved the match point, broke Kudrametova serving for the match, held 5-5, and she's up love 30 on Kudrametova's serve. She doesn't break. She gets broken. She 7-5. She that uh that match was in San Jose. It was uh approximately you know taking place roughly at the same time during the Martinsova Shinyu Wang match in Washington, and and there you could just feel it. I mean, after the day going so tremendously well, like like just like this, like everything changed. Like this, look like this, like this. And once shit goes l south like that, you know it's over. I don't know how. Like, how does this happen? Like, like I don't understand. It's like, like a like a switch that flips. You know what I mean? Like, I like I actually don't know how to explain it. I really don't know how to explain it. But anyway. Sorry, let me finish the Washington matches. Let me let me get back on on, on track. Um, I didn't mention, by the way, Petkovic uh, beat Clara Towson in straight six two six two. It was really easy. Um, Shi Yu Wang being beat Wimbledon semifinalist Tatiana Maria six two seven five. Uh, too easy. Uh, Sonia Kennan played really well for for one set. Played really, really well. Made a crazy comeback and then blew it. Got broke serving for the set. Uh, got destroyed in the tiebreak. Uh, lost 6-1. Uh, to quick comment about Sonia Kennan. It's nice to see her just being competitive. Uh, even though she isn't actually being competitive, I, I, I guess I should say. It's nice to see her competing. Because she can really play, but she just lacks so much confidence, self-belief, rhythm, fitness. Um, and uh, just having none of those, or, or lacking severely in all of those departments, it's really hard to compete, or to be competitive. Uh, but she's trying, she's sort of applying herself. Uh, she's tremendously talented, but uh, unfortunately, um, it's not good enough, is it? And Raducanu 6462, that was her first match in the USA since winning the US Open without dropping a set as a qualifier. Okay. In San Jose that day, Carolyn Doelheide, the lucky loser, beat Day 7664. Uh, beat Georgie in three sets. We talked about that. Uh, Shelby Rogers beat Andrisku 6462. Uh, I liked Andrescu that day. That was probably the only bad bet I made that day. No, there was another bad bet I made that day. Look, if I make a bad bet, uh, like I will, I will say it to you, and I will say it to myself. More importantly, I'll be the first person to tell you this was a bad bet. What's a bad bet? Just quite simply, uh, something that not only that I shouldn't have bet, but I will never bet again. Or like moving forward, I would never do that again. That's a bad bet. Uh, Bad bets are okay, because, like, I mean, losing is never okay, but at least if it's a bad bet and you lose, you can sort of learn from that. It's a, it's a, it's like you either win or you learn, right? You know, that cliche, that saying, um, it's very popular in sports. You either win or you learn. I mean, that's only partially true. I mean, sometimes you lose, but, like, you don't learn, learn anything, you know, you know, but if it's a bad bet, you can learn from that. I mean, like, yeah, you lost your bet, you lost your money, whatever. Um, but you can learn from that. Like, I bet Andrisco that day, I learned from it. 
Uh, the other bad bet was Behadad Maya against Claire Liu. Uh, that was a bad bet, and I learned from it. Okay, not every lo not every loser is a bad bet, and not every bad bet is a loser. But obviously, I'm never that lucky to place a bad bet and and somehow win on some bullshit, on some lucky shit. You know that would never happen. Although I play, uh, you know, I've placed a lot of good bets that lost. I mean, it's just it's just how it is. But anyway, uh, let's let's stay focused here on topic. Um. Yeah, Shelby Rogers beat Andrisco 6-4-6-2, uh, wasn't broken, um, and she played really well, she played another match too, we'll talk about that in a sec, uh, but Andrisco, bad bet. Uh, Shinwen Sheng was a set down against Osaka, and she didn't stand a chance, it went to three, and she never stood a chance, we were a set down, never stood a chance, can't mount a comeback. Uh, Coco Goff, 616 love. By the way, let's talk about Osaka versus Shin Wen Cheng. Um, she, di she didn't play well. She didn't serve well. Uh, she was slow. She looked to be like half a second uh, too slow, half a second too late uh, to every ball almost. Um, I don't know if it's a fitness or mobility issue or uh, maybe the court is quick or, you know, it's her first match on the court, uh, on that particular court, first match of the tournament for her. Shinwen Sheng hits with a lot of pace and power, uh, I don't know, but eventually she just had that sort of, that sort of mental edge that Shinwen Sheng and Shin Yu Wang, by the way, just lack tremendously, and player like Osaka, as much as I like to shit on her, she, she has this incredible uh, confidence and, and self-belief, uh, no matter how poorly she's playing, whether she's winning or losing, Osaka, oh, like, it's, it's just that that big big game player that big player sort of mindset you know what i mean it's it's a mentality almost um and it's i guess you can say it's an intangible and i think it's an incredibly underrated asset when you think of just certain players like even if they're shit out of shape not playing well or or not even the best player on the court in that moment uh sometimes that can carry them or, or it can be the difference especially late in matches in, in sort of crucial, more decisive moments. Mm -hmm. Osaka, 6-4, uh, Coco Goff did a 6-1-6 love on Kalanina. Uh, Claire Liu, uh, too good for Bihadad Maya, 6-2-7-5. Um, and actually, actually did look, look very good. Uh, the Bihadad Maya sort of uh, love story, I don't think it's over, over, um, but it was nice to see her get it while she could uh, in the grass season, uh, during the grass season. Uh, she went back to back, Nottingham and Birmingham. Okay. So that was round one, day two on the Tuesday. To look at uh, Wednesday, which was the first day uh, of round two. And some players uh, in San Jose who received buys were playing their first matches. Okay. Uh, so San Jose that day. Uh, Anisimova beat Plushkova. Uh, Plushkova was a set up. We bet Plushkova. Uh, it, was the, it was never safe. She lost from a set up. 6-3. Not only that, Plushkova was a set and a break up. 6-3. I, th I believe one love up. Or maybe 2-1 up? When did she break in the second? 
She was 6-3-3-2 up, serving for 4-2. Got broke to love, and that was it. And then she really just said, fuck this, I don't feel like playing anymore. It was disgusting to see. Uh, Plushkova was plus 180, that's something you call a fantastic bet. Uh, but unfortunately, it didn't pan out. Uh, Kasatkina did a 6-4-6 love, following up her first round win over Rybakina. Okay. Look, le let me just pull out the timer real quick, because I don't want to spend more than 35 seconds talking about this match. Otherwise, my, um, my blood pressure or my heart rate or something, something bad might happen, so just bear with me while I set a timer, okay? Ellie Mandlik, Paula Bedosa. Uh, first thing I'm going to say really fast, Ellie Mandlik was a set down. We stood no chance, okay? But here's the thing, though. We did Ellie Mandlik was a set down. Lost the first 2-6. Second set came back, won, uh, won the second set, 7-5. Okay, and the decider, um, she broke to love at 3-all for 4-3, held for 5-3. Okay, Bedosa held... Uh, for four or five asked ellie the question uh can you serve it out um ellie mandlik got broken serving for the match so it's five five broke bedosa again six five serving for the match got broke again served for this match twice didn't even whiff a match point didn't even didn't even come anywhere close to a match point and tie break, she lost 7-5. Uh, but those at the end of the match celebrated like she won back-to-back -back Grand Slams. And just to be reminded, she beat the world number 240. Paula Bedosa is the world number 4. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I have to say. Uh, Unch Jabor, Madison Keys, what a disgusting match. Featuring two disgusting players. Uh, first game of the match, Unz Jabor broke. She led one love and then two love. Uh, fast forward like 30 minutes. Unz Jabor from two love up was down 3-5. Uh, Madison Keys was serving for the set up 5-3. Got broke. Uh, and from 5-3 up, Madison Keys lost the first set 5-7. Uh, so, Unstabur was up to love, and then was down 3-5, and then won 7-5. And then obviously, just with all that fucking nonsense and, and just bullshit and just just incredible sequence, uh, second set, just 6-1 Unz. Okay. Uh, that was Unz's first match since the Wimbledon final, where she lost to Eleanor Rybakina from a set up. In Washington that day, Petkovic versus Rebecca Marino. <laughs> Rebecca Marino won in three sets. Uh, another bad bet I made. Jesse Pegula uh, lost to Daria Seville. Daria Seville won. 7-5-6-4. Uh, I, I know I shouldn't have bet this because the previous day I said, I mean, well, Pegula only really played Haley Baptiste and there's no assessment to be made. I'd like to see her play her, her second round match. And I, I didn't do that. Um, 
And, and honestly, when I said that the other day, I was sort of foreshadowing. Honestly, I'd, I'd like to see her play before I, you know, pull Trig. I didn't do that. I pulled Trig and uh, I learned my lesson. Okay. Kalinskaya. 7-5, 2-love on Simona Halep. Um, Simona Halep retired on some bullshit. Kalinskaya was honestly uh, playing really well, then really bad, giving her the work a little bit. Uh, Kalinskaya led 4-love, uh, but then it was 5-5. Five five, but then she won 7-5. 4-love um, to 5-5 five five is never good. But if you can get away with it, then it's okay. You know, but like 4-love, if you're 4-love up, and then you find yourself at 5-5, five five, you're probably not going to win. But it was good that Kalinskaya did, uh, uh, but it was not good that Simona Halep retired, and there went the over. Um, Zulin was a set up on Kaya Kanepi, but we stood no chance. Or sorry, that it was never safe. The lead was never safe. It was we were six four up, and it meant nothing. However, if we're ever a set down, it means everything, and we stand no chance. Never forget. Never forget that. Zulin was up, uh, up a set, and then in the decider, Zulin was up four one, and lost four six. Zulin was up. A set first, and then when it got to the decider, she was up 4-1, and then lost 4-6. Okay. That was round two, day one. And then on to today then, uh, the conclusion of round two, starting in Washington. Ayla Tomjanovic was a set, and a break up. On Samsonova. Look, I'm not making this up. I'm actually not making this up. Ala Tomjanovic was a set and a break up on Samsonova. She was 6-4. One love up, serving for two love. And she lost the match. It was never safe. A set and a break up, it was never safe. Plushkova did it. Tomjanovic did it. Uh, Zulin. Uh, everyone. Every, like, everyone's done it. Okay, but the girls that are that were down a set, and they're mounting a three set uh, three set comeback, uh, they stand no chance. Okay, Tomjanovic was up six four one love, playing really really well, uh, and then just uh, not nothing more after that. Okay, Maria Camila Osorio Serrano versus Emma Raducanu, really good match. Uh, and this was good for Emma, even though she looked exhausted, she was she was playing tennis she was playing hard by the way uh emma has never lost a set uh in the usa at the tour level she's played 12 matches and hasn't dropped a set 10 at the u.s open three in qualies and seven in in the in the main draw at the u.s open uh won all 10 of those matches didn't drop a set and so far here in washington uh played the two matches hasn't dropped a set she beat Maria Camila Osorio Serrano, uh, two tiebreaks. 7-5 uh, in, the, in the first tiebreak, 7-4 in the second tiebreak. Raducanu looked good, and this was a test. Uh, Osorio's a pesky player that, that sort of grinds, and you gotta 
figure out ways and you gotta be crafty and creative against uh, Serrano cause cause she'll get you mm -hmm. but Raducano was good it was honestly a fun match uh, sorta unsuspecting but at the same time not really but yeah it was a good one Donna Vekic versus The Heat. Name a better love story. Honestly, Donna Vekic, like, I, I really don't ever mean to offend or be rude, but, um, or body shame or anything like that, but Donna Vekic, uh, clearly is very out of shape and, and is just not, uh, durable. Like, her, her fitness, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Betting the oh no 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 this this was really bad for uh, I mean I didn't bet this but I tuned in a little bit she she was just she was playing two matches she was playing a match against the Sun and a match against Shi uh, Yu Wang the dangerous uh, big hitting left-handed uh, Chinese player. I don't know man uh, that that shit just uh, blows my mind but that was today in Washington. Uh, the fourth match, uh, by the way, in Washington, um, uh, we didn't get to see the fourth match, which was Vika versus Martinsova. That was, that's the only, uh, second round match for the women's that was not played, uh, and is sort of, uh, pending for tomorrow. Washington tomorrow is going to be a disaster because, uh, there are some men's matches that were not completed, and there are also a couple of men's matches uh, that were not started for the women's it's just that one match that was affected for the women's but obviously it can affect the scheduling because there are also men's matches to be played not only that but also suspended ones and postponed ones also so i think scheduling tomorrow in dc is going to be a mess and uh, a lot of players will have to play uh well those who win though like for example if vika wins tomorrow She'll be playing that entire match tomorrow, and most likely her quarterfinal also that day, so she could potentially be playing two full matches tomorrow, along with uh, some men as well, but I'm not in the loop there. There's just a handful of shit players. Uh, for example, Rusevori, after beating her catch, lost to Mikhail Emer. Um, uh, Karen Khashinov lost to Nishioka in straights. Uh, Fritz's bitch ass was en route to a, to a two sets win, had match points, lost the tie break, was down 4 1 in the decider, retired his bitch ass. Okay. Uh, and this is a 500, not an ATP 250, but it's definitely getting the 250 treatment for me. I mean, it's disgusting, and I actually can't believe I'm even talking about it. But I guess I only brought it up because of the schedule, potential scheduling conflict uh, tomorrow in D.C. When they, when, with all this uh, weather stuff. And also maybe the, the rain continues and, and there's even more of a delay. Uh, so this is, uh, this is, I think, will become uh, quite a situation tomorrow. Now, definitely a big ordeal, something to look out for. Uh, not very exciting. Nobody wants to hear this or see this. Uh, but whatever, it is what it is. Okay. In San Jose today, uh, Kudermetova, too, too good against Claire Lou, who, by the way, didn't play that bad. Uh, Claire Lou, uh, 
you know, had a slump era. I'm going to call it a slump era from like the, what was the Rabat final against Trevisan into the French Open and then the entirety of grass season. Uh, she was a piece of shit player. Um, but she can play well. Claire Lou can play well. And, and she's an Amer- she is American. Don't forget that. And, and, and I feel like she always does sort of uh, put a performance. Uh, she almost beat Badosa in Charleston. Uh, which is sad. I can't believe how many matches Badosa just fucking sneaks by somehow um, in third sets. Um, but no, Claire Lou was playing well. Kudermetova too good. Serving too good. Uh, Kudermetova on a hard court, um, really, really good. Uh, she hits hard, but the only thing, and this is a big but, kind of like Kudermetova's. She hits hard and she hits big, but if she's playing against someone that hits as big as her or or like bigger or hits harder than her, she struggles big time. But the good news is for her is that she hits bigger and harder than a lot of players and on a hard court, uh, that shit is scary. Kudermetova uh, playing with more and more confidence and, and sort of authority, um, which is kind of like Rabakina, I think. I mean, they're different sort of players. But they're sort of growing in confidence and and sort of maybe better understanding uh, their their strengths and just the type of player they are and 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 what they need to do and how to sort of execute, um, you know their game plan. You know, like like their their how they are going to win. You know what I mean? And it's nice to see Kudermetova Kudermetova uh, through the quarterfinal tomorrow. We'll talk about that. Okay, so Dolhide versus Sabalenka. This was Sabalenka's first match. Uh, playing it on a Wednesday, or a Thursday, I guess. Let me pull up this box score real quick. Uh, I didn't bet this match. I, I watched it, though, from start to finish. Uh, here was the, the box score, the match stats, okay? Uh, by the way, Sabalenka won... Five seven six one seven five. Um, okay, so aces. Dolhide zero, Sabalenka five. Double faults. Dolhide eleven. Sabalenka twenty three. Sabalenka hit twenty three double faults. Twenty, fucking three double faults. Look, her opponent hit eleven. She hit double that and then won and still won. I mean, Dohide zero aces, 11 double faults. Sabalenka five aces, 23 double faults. Winners, Dohide 20, Sabalenka 35. Unforced errors, Dohide 25. Sabalenka 50. Sabalenka hit 50 unforced errors and 23 double faults. 35 winners. She won 114 total points. Dohide 105 total points. It was pretty close in that. Sabalenka converted 7 of her 17 break points. 7 of 17. Dohide converted 5 of her 14 break points. Um. Honestly, this was a very Sabalenka kind of match. 
from both players. I mean, look, Dohide hit zero aces, 11 double faults. Okay, didn't con convert, uh, only converted five of her 14 breakpoints and faced uh, 17 breakpoints herself. This was a very Sabalenka E match from both players. You know what I mean? And it was nice to see Sabalenka win this. This was sort of an, you know, inferior opponent, but she was playing well, Dohai, despite the 12, 11 double faults. You know, I mean, Sabalenka had 23, and maybe that helped Dohai in, in moments. But this, this was good from Sabalenka. I mean, she only got broken five times in three sets. Which is not that bad, considering 23 double faults. Um, it's not a confidence-inspiring sort of win for Sabalenka, but a win nonetheless. And this was her first match in a long time. She didn't even get to play Wimbledon, mind you. Okay. Uh, another player who was playing their first match uh, in a minute, who also had a first round by like Sabalenka, uh, Maria Sakari. Uh, Maria Sakari. Maria Sakari lost 6-1, 6-3 to Shelby Rogers. Um, Sakari is now 0-3 against Shelby Rogers. Sakari is now also 0-3 in 2022, where she receives a first round by. What does that mean? So in 2022, when Sakari receives a bye in the first round and goes straight to the second round and, you know, plays her, f like technically plays her first match of the tournament in the second round against the player who obviously played at least one match, if they're not a qualifier, obviously. They've played at least one match, their first round match, won that match, and then played Sakari in the second round. Uh, Zachary's 0-3 against, uh, against in, the, in those sort of situations. Okay, what does that tell you? That's sort of rhetorical. Um, look, I'm a positive person. I don't talk shit on players. I don't do that. That's just not me. It's not my style. Okay. Um, but what does that tell you? I'm sure you can figure that out. If you don't, maybe you can you can ask me. I'll tell you what it means. Okay, but I want you to think about it first. Uh, you know, if, if you can come up with an answer, and then if you can't think of anything, I'll be happy to tell you myself, okay? Uh, I just want to say, though, uh, Shelby Rogers is through to the quarterfinals. Uh, she beat Andrisco in the first round and Sakari in the second round. Uh, by the way, today hit, hit 10 aces and only one double fault. She hasn't been broken in both those matches uh, which I think is quite remarkable um, watch out for Shelby Rogers you know Shelby Rogers in the USA like she is such like an American girl I don't know how to describe like she is like she's a Shelby like she's a fucking like Shelby not like Tommy Shelby or Arthur Shelby, but Shelby fucking Rogers, man. That's like as American as it gets. So that's like, like, 
in America, it's just a different player. Charleston, Miami, Indian Wells, doesn't matter. U.S. Open beat Ash Barty last year, it doesn't matter. Indian Wells last year beat Leila Fernandez, the U.S. Open finalist. Doesn't matter, man. This is Shelby fucking Rogers. Can't wait to talk about her quarterfinal matchup, which we will get into in just a second after we take a look at the draw and how things stand. Uh, we'll, you know, get into tomorrow's picks, but let's just, uh, you know, take a take a minute, step back, look at the draw, see see what the paths look like, and see what we sort of maybe predicted at the beginning or what could have been. Um, and then finally, in the last segment, we'll do tomorrow's picks, yeah? At the start of the week, I said something like, Pagula and Halep are going to be in the semifinal. Nothing else matters. No one else matters in Washington. Uh, well, Pagula lost and Halep retired. Um, so one of these four players are going to make the final. Daria Seville, Rebecca Marino, Anna Kalinskaya, and Kaya Kinepi. One of these four are going to make the final. Seville, Marino, Kalinskaya, Kanepi. Um, you know, the semifinal could be something like Seville, Kalinskaya, Seville, Kanepi. That's a semifinal. Uh, it could have been Pegula Halp. But it's not. So the top half, wide the fuck up. I mean, it would, nice, it would be nice to see Kalinskaya... Seville semi-final, I'd be okay with either one of them in the final. Um, although, it looks like um, the winner is going to be in the bottom half. The bottom half, Shi Yu Wang is awaiting the winner of Martinsova and Vika. Most likely Vika. But I think it's a, it's a tough one for, for whoever wins, because if they have to play the quarterfinal tomorrow also... That'll be a really tough one and advantage to Shi Wang for sure. Or maybe, maybe not. Who knows? The other quarterfinals, Samsonova versus Rodokan. Um so one of these four will make the final, or I guess one of these five. Shi Wang, Martinsova Azarenko, or Samsonova Rodokano. Samsonova Radukanu is interesting, and I think Azarenka should be able to beat Martinsova and Shi Yuang. Uh, Radukanu Azarenka semifinal would be really nice, and that would probably be the real final, right? Uh, I never like saying that, but sometimes that is the case. Sometimes the semifinal or quarterfinal is the actual final, because whoever wins that you feel like is most likely going is going to go on to win it all, right? Which I think might be the case in the in the bottom in the second semifinal um in the uh in the semifinal of the bottom half of the draw. Could be Radukanu, Vika, Samsonova, Vika, maybe Shiyu Wang, Martinsova, who knows. Um my prediction, I'm going to stick with it. I say um I say Vika beats Daria Seville in the final.
San Jose then, where we don't have a rain delay, where we do have our full slate of quarterfinals, or four of them, and where we also have, um, I guess, the bigger names, uh, the bigger players, the bigger stars, uh, so the bigger matches, okay? Top half of the draw, Shelby Rogers, Anisimov, Anisimova quarterfinal. The other quarterfinal, Unch Jabor versus Kudrmetova, that's really good. One of these four girls is going to make the final. Looks like in the semis, it's going to be Shelby Rogers versus Kudrmetova. <coughs> With Shelby Rogers going on to make it to the final. Shelby Rogers might win this event, by the way. In the bottom half of the draw, Kasatkina versus Sabalenka. I'm saying Sabalenka. Coco Golf versus Bedosa doesn't matter. Uh, Sabalenka is going to play Shelby Rogers in the final and win win this event. That's true. So true. Coco Golf versus Bedosa. That's uh, a match that no one deserves to see. Coco Golf uh, Osaka is is something really. Uh, I mean that match took place today. Uh, I don't think I talked. Did I? Did I talk about that? I think I overlooked that one. Why did I overlook that one? Oh, I guess I skipped that one, huh? How did I not talk about that one? Uh, Osaka, look. Um, uh, to talk about that really fast, Coco Golf. Uh, Osaka today hugely anticipated. I guess just very largely overhyped. Um. Just not quite the player she once was, and and Coco Goff did win in straights and was pretty good, but showed a lot of signs of weakness. Uh, the forehand and backhand sometimes one looks good and the other doesn't, and vice versa. Um, no real consistency with Coco Goff's game, but she's incredibly fit, fast, uh, and she's um like up there like mentally in her head she's she's really strong even though she likes to choke and sometimes the moment's too big for her um it's it's really hard to 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 uh to praise her um because people talk about her as if she's like this uh when she's really just like that you know what i mean um but i don't know she played good but but don't get carried away okay Coco Goff man and Coco Goff versus Bedosa that's just uh, that's just terrible man that's just terrible fuck I think today today not today last uh, this year they played in in Doha and that was the worst match I've ever seen in my life oh uh, Coco Goff won in straight super easy um so I don't know. I think Coco Golf wins again, honestly. Um, she's actually a favorite, minus two and a half. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a sec. Okay, Kasatkina, Sabalenka. Um, look, Kudr okay, in the top half, we know Kudrmetova is going to beat Uns. And we know Shelby Rogers is going to beat Anisimova. I think that's clear. I think Sabalenka beats Kasatkina. Um, she crushes these sort of players. Uh, Coco Goff and Bedosa. I'm saying Coco Goff Sabalenka semifinal. And that's uh, that should be pretty good. 
I think they met once last year in Rome and Coco Golf won. I'm not sure about any other meeting. Uh, but I feel like if they have, then Coco Golf might have also won. Okay. Um, Shelby Rogers, Kudermetsova semi-final. Uh, yeah, Shelby Rogers and Shelby Rogers in the final will lose to Sabalenko. But what a week for Shelby Rogers, huh? On to tomorrow's picks then, starting with Washington. Um, this will be tricky. We do have the one match, uh, Azarenko Martinsova from yesterday. Um, the play is over 19 and a half, which I think was incredibly low. I think now it's like 20 or 20 and a half. Um, but that's a super low line, honestly. Um, uh, doesn't really even make sense at all. Martinsova, a lot of overs. Uh, Vika versus Yastremska. Yastremska just sucks, was unfit, uh, whatever it was, uh, was hurt. or I mean, she was struggling big time. And, and Vika, honestly, not that great for over 19 and a half against someone like Martinsova. So I like that a lot. Uh, Kalinskaya is plus 150 against Kai Kanepi, and I'm not sure why. Okay, Kalinskaya is plus 150 against Kai Kanepi. I'm not sure why. Uh, Daria Seville, minus two and a half. I think... Look, we took her the other day. She won, but she didn't cover, and we took the spread. Um, minus 155 for her money line is a lot. But I think she should cover. She should win in straights. Um, but the... the I think... Uh, the, the Look, the over is definitely a good play. But I would hate to lose an over because the, the player that I liked more uh, just kicked the other girl's ass. So I'm going to go with the spread. But I like it. Don't love it. Match of the day in Washington. Samsonova versus Raducanu. This is really tricky because Raducanu is not that great and there's never any value on her. But I think the... That's that sort of stance is becoming very popular. Like, oh my God, Raducanu sucks. Like, she's she sucks. She's a fraud. I think that's actually becoming really popular. Um, which maybe means that there actually could sometimes be a value on her, depending on the spot, uh, the occasion, her opponent, etc. Um, Samsonova, I don't think was great. She just outlasted. Uh, Tomjanovic in this in this uh, in these conditions. Washington, it's super hot. Raducanu, like halfway through the first set, looked exhausted, but she did go on to win uh, two tiebreak sets. It would be a really bad bet to take Samson over here. And I'm not going to do that. Um, Raducanu here at this price would be a good bet, but I'm also not going to do that. I think I'm going to plead the fifth for like the next hour or two and really think about this one. Um, I think it's 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 really tricky. Raducanu is the better bet to make given the prices. Um, and Samsonova in her win against Tomjanovic, uh, it was gifted. And she really was... 
I don't know. I, I, uh. And I know if I take the over, it, it's uh, 7 5 6 1. Or like 6 4 6 1. Uh, but I but if I take the under, it's a three set thriller. It goes on three hours and a half. Um, so I I you can tell that I know that I should pass. So I'm pro I probably need to do that, but we'll see if I do. Shi Yu Wang, by the way, awaits the winner of Martinsville and Azarenka. Probably will be played in the evening uh, if there are no further delays. In San Jose, then, onto the good stuff. Sabalenko is minus 135 against Kasatkina. Like, I'm gonna. Uh, like, I can't not bet that. I cannot not bet that. I cannot not bet that. Um, Kasatkina so far this week. Uh, Rebakina played a really good set of tennis. Kasatkina stood really no chance. Uh, but then Rebakina stopped playing tennis, so Kasatkina did her, her, her witchcraft shit. And there she was. And then she uh, beat a player called Taylor Townsend. Okay, this is Sabalenka. You're going to say, oh, 23 double faults. She almost lost the Dohide. She's going to beat the f shit out of Kasatkina. Uh, Kudrmetova owns Jabor over 21 and a half. Looks good. And plus 190 for Kudrmetova looks really good. Although I think that's a very fair line. Maybe a bit too much. Uh, it should be like Kudrmetova. Like plus 160, plus one s 165 seems fair, I think. Plus 190, it's, uh, it's a bit generous. I'll take it. And the over looks good also. I think three sets. Uh, Coco Goff is minus two and a half. Minus 164 against Paula Bedosa. I might bet that. The minus uh, two and a half games for Coco Goff. Uh, I, I, uh, if I was, uh, if I wasn't who I am, I would probably bet that. But I, I am obviously not going to bet a Coco Goff Paula Bedosa match. Uh, when they played in Doha, when Coco Goff absolutely destroyed Paula Bedosa. I had bet Paula Bedosa, um, and she go she got destroyed. If I bet Coco Goff here, she'll probably get destroyed. Uh, so I think I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pass on this one for sure. How is Shelby Rogers plus one seventy against Anisimova? Who the fuck is Anisimova? Uh, Anisimova ain't shit. I know I I know I call a lot of players. I say I say they ain't shit. I say that they're shit. I say that they're overrated. None other than Anisimova. If, if you will only believe me for one of them, then it's Anisimova. Shelby Rogers is going to beat the fuck out of her. That's on everything. Plus 170 Shelby Rogers. I love it. That is all for tomorrow. These San Jose matches. Uh, I really, really, really look forward to them. Um... Honestly, as a neutral, this has been a good week of tennis. Honestly, the matches are really good. And the insane comebacks and sequences are sort of exciting. Like, it's appealing. Like, if you don't know what a sports book is or if you've never placed a bet in your life.
and you watch some of these matches and you, you like you don't even have to think about the possible betting implications or that someone somewhere is probably getting really shafted by whatever the fuck is happening then yeah like these matches have been pretty good you know honestly most of them they like they've been maybe not the highest quality but but they've been entertaining and and some of the and even if it's like like there's some non- nonsense or some bullshit happening at least the players are better you know what i mean like at least like they're they're name players um like bigger names like like when this shit happens and the players playing are like bogdan versus i don't know who the fuck you know it's like well what the fuck you know um but no it's been good and i think we'll get better uh into the quarterfinals so you know most of these players have won at least one match um and the San Jose lineup looks incredible. Uh, and I think Washington can have a have a pretty good finish too. And, you know, it won't be easy, but maybe we'll have a surprise winner, Darius Seville, you never know. This has been The Safe Space. Thank you so much for listening. As always, best of luck to us, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.